Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to The Tradar, a trader's podcast. The Trader Hour features deep dives into every episode of the multi-award winning hit TV competition show, The Traders, as well as interviews with contestants from the show. I'm David Bloomberg, and I've been covering reality TV for over 23 years. Right now, I'm one of your co-hosts for season two of The Traders U.S., and today we're talking about episode four of that series. And I'm Matthew, and as well as podcasting, and by the way, The Trader is now a top 10 Spotify TV and film podcast. I also work in TV development and write fiction and poetry and various other things. If you're looking for The Traitor's UK coverage, by the way, those episodes are running concurrently, so you may need to skip back to the previous episode or ahead to the next. After now, listening to this one. Well, obviously, yes, not, yeah, not yeah. immediately. Yes. <laughs> Last week, we David and I covered three episodes of The Traitor's US with two hosts. This week... We're covering one episode with three hosts. So we're trying something a bit different. It should be fun. Uh, I, I may as well introduce our third co-host right now. We have a fellow Brit for me, who is an, <laughs> actually a returnee to the podcast. Let's meet them. Our third co-host today is Rob. Rob is a chiropractor working in Yorkshire, and other than working, you'll find him in the kitchen cooking or baking, playing video games, or walking his two dogs. He's a huge American Big Brother fan and has watched every season, which he reckons is what made him fall in love with the traitors, as he really enjoys the mental gameplay and manipulation involved. That sounds very sinister, Rob. <laughs> I mean, it sums me up pretty well, I think, yeah. <laughs> he just loves mental gameplay and manipulation. Welcome yeah, so to the Watch podcast. out, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob, you, like David, are a Big Brother US fan. That so is correct. You, that means you already have a bit of an advantage over me, actually. I, you must know a couple of the players who are I in do. Traitors. I do, and then. I was... Yeah, that's right. In fact, I messaged you as soon as I saw that Dan 
was in this because he is literally my favorite big brother contestant ever <laughs> he is incredible his season 10 uh which is the season that he won i just he just blew my mind every every week <laughs> you thought his time was up his time must be up and yet somehow he survived all the way to the end and then won and that yeah that was a, that was the season that got me hooked on us big brother i enjoyed it but that was the one where i was like okay if someone can do this someone can do anything and <laughs> yeah it, it's it, he's a great contestant to have and I, I also need a bit of a reminder. So we've got Dan. Who else is a big brother person? There's Janelle. Janelle. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Janelle. Who well, I was never particularly a fan of, I guess is the right word. <laughs> but she was a good contestant. She's entertaining, highly entertaining. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm interested to see how she does in this. Um, yeah. She's... She's trying. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I do have some thoughts on Janelle as an outsider, but I'll save those until uh, we we talk about the episode. Yeah, uh, and I'll give you my impression of her for uh, as someone who doesn't really know her background. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, it's funny because you know one of the things, and and I think I mentioned this uh, last week, Matthew. One of the things Dan is known yeah, for is Dan's funeral. Yes, and. Now we're having, you know, in this episode, Dan at a funeral, but it's not Dan's funeral. So that's good. You know? Yeah. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Okay. I need to look up some like clips of Dan and like, and put him in context in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I think entertainment weekly had a whole like in-depth article uh, uh, during, during the heart of COVID when there was like no other content for them to cover. Mm-hmm. They had this in-depth, you know, interview article about Dan's funeral. So I think you should be able to look that up if you if you want to go that deep a dive. I really should do my research and be a professional <laughs> podcaster. Well, actually, series 10 and series 14 of Big Brother US was on our Netflix for a while, but it has gone. I've just checked because I was going to recommend mm. that, but it, it has gone, unfortunately. Okay, how sad. I, and I, that's the only way that I watch these shows is through legitimate means. Yes, of yes, yes, all of us. <laughs> Now, it's uh, <laughs> speaking of being very honest, it's time to set up our own game of betrayal and deception. This is the Trader Traitor. Our not-so-secret mission from here on in is to tell one lie to one another, all three of us. The lie has to be a fabrication or a made-up fact, big or small, about the traitors, about ourselves, or anything else. For example, I could lie and say that during filming of the funeral scene, the murder victim can be heard knocking on the coffin lid if you (laughs) turn the volume up. However, I couldn't say the murder victim this episode was my favourite contestant when actually they weren't really. That wouldn't count. So we're looking for (laughs) fake facts, not fake opinions and thoughts and feelings. At the end of the episode, we each have to put our traitor hunting skills to the test and decide what we thought one another's lies were. Now, this will be a little bit different because there are three of us. So we're going to do a triangle of detection. So uh, guys, take note here. Well, I've done this once before on the pod and it actually worked really well. I will guess Rob's lie first. Rob will guess David's. 
David oh. will guess mine. I've engineered this in a terrible way because yeah. David usually guesses mine. So. <laughs> but hey. And I feel David's very sneaky with his lies. David so. is. I, I, <laughs> I I've, got the, I've got the real challenge here. You did this to get out of it, I'm sure. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, I, but if, if, the guess, if the initial guesser is wrong, then the remaining player gets second dibs so they could give it a go. So actually, okay. we really all need to listen out for one another here. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Does this all make sense? It does. Okay. Yep. In that case, uh, our game, The Trade, Our Traitor, begins now. And uh, David, I reckon we're ready to dive into the episode. This episode is an interesting one from a timing perspective, because once again, we have a situation where a very similar episode of The Traders UK aired on Wednesday night. So there's a bit of deja vu going on in watching parts of this episode of the U.S., <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll still discuss it fully in case people haven't seen the U.K. version. Uh, plus, there are some fun and interesting differences in terms of how everything worked out. And we'll try not to go too much into the U.K., um, but you know, I think it'll probably probably have a few mentions of, of things. Well, I would appreciate that because I actually haven't finished that episode. Oh, well. <laughs> talk about doing your research. Oh, my. No, but I finished. I had to watch this episode. Oh, well, that's, that's true. That's true. All right. We'll let it go. Thank you. Um, unless, hold on. Let me write that down as a possible. Uh, you should write it down. You should put that on a bit of paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we begin with Parvati continuing her attempt to poison a faithful. At the end of last week's episode, I thought she was headed for Peter. But instead, she gives it to Ekin Sue. Now, based on what we saw of her on the show so far, and also some things I found out about her thoughts outside the show, I am very happy that this is the chosen target. No idea what you're referencing, but no, no. Um, oh, I actually yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Should I know? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to Google Check that. Check my later. Twitter. Uh, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Anyway, after taking a drink, Ekansu tells Parvati she'd never think she's a traitor and hugs her. Uh, right after that, we are very quickly told that Deontay has left the game and then Alan just blows right past. Yeah, I barely even noticed. <laughs> yeah, I, notice I mean, it was all. like very quick. Someone had noticed ahead of time on Twitter that some of the uh, press pictures in the funeral march, you couldn't see Deontay. And they were like, oh, maybe the rumors that he left are true. And I was like, ah, he's probably just sitting in the carriage somewhere already. (laughs) But no. So I I was primed for, uh, you know, possibly him leaving. But yeah, it was. Uh, But it seemed obvious to me that he probably quit because he couldn't take it on an emotional level based on what we saw previously. And he expanded on that in an interview with Us Magazine saying it really drew back the condition that I was in as a child. People accusing each other of doing things that may not be true. And the article also noted that he's battled depression in the past. So either he really didn't know what he was getting himself into on the traders, or he just didn't realize how it would affect him when he sent out a couple faithfuls in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah, normally when someone, I say normally, it doesn't happen that often, but occasionally people have left the show under very mysterious circumstances. I think Canada that happened, right? But I guess this time mm-hmm. we, we sort of have a reasonable understanding of what's going on here. 
I mean, in Canada, at least they said he broke the rules. Yeah. They didn't tell us what rule to this day. Uh, you know, even as connected as I usually am, these people are keeping their lips sealed. Uh, I, but I heard that he took the game too seriously and he actually murdered someone. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because he was at their uh, reunion uh, finale party, so that must have been. Uh, he he uh, was uh, he was released on bail. Yeah. <laughs> so this is definitely a lie. <laughs> that was just a joke. That oh, was a lie. Joke. I'm acknowledging it's not true. Didn't someone in America one leave uh, unexpectedly as well? I can't yes. think of her name. The blonde blonde. Yes, uh, uh, but didn't she have COVID? She had COVID. COVID. Yeah. She said, yeah. "Yeah, she had COVID." Yeah, yeah. And then there were allegations. But they didn't that, explain uh, that on the no, show. No, they didn't explain vanished. it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then afterwards, there were allegations that they didn't treat COVID protocols well. Exactly. And, yes. Yeah. And so it went through all of that. So yeah. uh, anyway, we like I said, we just zip right by that and head to breakfast. Dan and Phaedra are first in and neither has any clue if Parvati succeeded. Luckily, Parvati is next and brings them up to speed. Phaedra isn't happy because she believes it will put a target on her because she voted to banish Ekansu. Now, first, I would say she's worrying unnecessarily, and it's more likely to put a target on uh, Janelle due to the fight the two of them had. But I'd also say she should have actually participated in the task if she was going to disagree with it later. So, like, Phaedra, that's your own fault. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that line of thinking I thought, if anything, it would make it look like Phaedra had been framed or right. something. So I didn't think she had anything to be worried about, really. I think yeah. she's thinking a little too uh, this selfishly, which is fine. You're on that mm -hmm. show. It's the traitors. You need to be selfish. But she really didn't need to worry about that. I did enjoy right. her, like... Dear Lord, not Ekansu little moment where she kept going, poor yes. Ekansu, poor Ekansu. And I'm like, well, it had to happen to somebody. It might, it might as well have been a... <laughs> well, poor Ekansu, who she voted to yeah, banish, exactly. you know? So... <laughs> so, yeah, I think she was she was just worried about herself, which I understand, but she right. didn't need to. It made Janelle, it would have been Janelle, um, definitely put fire on her more than... more than Right, after, right. I'm um, sorry, uh, Phaedra. Yes. Now, people file in as usual, and a few thoughts are given about who it could be that doesn't show up. Uh, Sandra comes in with a nasty cut on her forehead from the grave digging mission. Uh, she posted on social media about it and said she ran into a tombstone while trying to avoid the lights, and she still has a scar. So, <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that um, right at the end of the episode. I was like, did she mm -hmm. have that scar before? And I went onto the internet to look for her prom promo pictures, and it it wasn't there. And then I saw the same thing. Yeah. That she'd run headfirst into a gravestone, which is yeah. terrible. Really <laughs> terrible. Uh, it's it's interesting because uh, uh, George, known as King George in Australian Survivor, uh, injured his head on a uh, challenge very early in the show. And he had a gash on his head uh, on the same season that uh, Sandra's daughter was on. And so he commented on her Instagram post, like, oh, look at the similarities there. You know? <laughs> David, I thought that was your lie about Sandra, and I was poised to write it down, and then Rob corroborated it, so I just sort of sat back. But unless I, you have conspired We could both together. be traitors. We could both be traitors. <laughs> I, I specifically mentioned it with the hopes that you would think it was the lie. I didn't expect Rob uh, to, see. like, verify it. 
and and ruin the whole thing. <laughs> My job is being very observant about people's bodies, and uh, I was like, that scar wasn't. I'm sure that scar wasn't yeah. there before. So. Yeah. <laughs> makes it a lot more difficult when there's someone else calling out the, uh, oh, the sorry. truth I'll, of things. I'll be know. quiet. I'll put me in my place. No, it's fine. No, no. I'll be quiet. <laughs> it's more fun this way. No, I know. Um, so, uh, uh, CT and Janelle both independently mentioned to us that the Bravo people are clearly working together. Janelle adds that the gamers click is CT, Dan, Sandra, and Parvati, and the rest are those she thinks are faithful, including Kevin, who is, quote, a faithful, but a really dumb faithful. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ekin Sue walks in and Parvati is confused. So is Phaedra. Now, one difference between the U.S. and U.K. versions is that the U.K. Ver traders weren't even given a hint that the poison might not work right away. While there was a mention of the possibility that it could be slow acting in the note given to the traders in the U.S. Yeah. Apparently, apparently the U.S. traders didn't read that note very carefully based on their surprise. I, I yeah, I thought the same thing. I I didn't know why they were so surprised because Alan specifically said it was a slow, slow burning mm. poison or whatever, slow acting poison. So I thought it would be more obvious to them that nothing would happen straight away. But yeah, Par and Parvati, she could not hide her confusion. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like the thing is, no one picked up on it, but it looked so obvious that she was just like, "What?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> so got away with it. Yeah. Um. MJ walks in, so everyone presumes John was murdered, and they're very confused. Until John walks in, mm. and they're very confused for a different reason. Uh, Alan arrives to set things straight. He explains that someone was poisoned by the traitors in plain sight. But again, it's a slow-acting poison, and they'll be dead by the end of the mission. Uh, Peter immediately asks if anyone was given a drink, but we don't see any responses. Ekansu tells us she is good at catching people in lies, says the woman who told us she believes in alien conspiracies. Uh, not to mention the stuff I mentioned on my Twitter. Um, the players break up after breakfast into their smaller groups. Larsa says she believes the reason mostly men have gone is that the leader of the traders is an alpha. Tamara thinks Kevin is the traitor. Meanwhile, Dan suggests that perhaps someone offered another player a chocolate or something like that. Trishel says someone offered her a drink, but can't remember who. Now, I went back and checked the video of the previous one, and it was Tamara. So if Trishel had remembered, that could have been an interesting twist in the later discussions. Mm -hmm. But then she and Janelle talk about how Ekansu was so loud last night and it was bad acting and they suspect that she's the traitor who did it, and where are they going to be surprised? Yeah, I was surprised in general throughout the episode. I don't know if you have a different uh, impression of it than I did. I, I was surprised at how little sort of theorizing there was about how the murder was committed. Like, they talked about it a little bit, and they talked about who took a drink. I'm, maybe I'm just comparing it to the UK one. And again, Rob, I don't want to spoil this for you, unless you're lying and you have seen that episode. They, I felt like they spent the whole time theorizing about who yes. took drinks from who, who swapped things. I, I didn't feel like they talked about it. Even as the, the death approached throughout the episode, Ekansu herself wasn't really like throwing anything out there. <laughs> so I, I just It just struck me. I haven't finished the episode, is what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, 
No. I've seen it up until the round table. Uh, okay, okay. So yes, I agree. There was a lot of um, talking about how it could have been done, but in this, they did just immediately assume. It, no, they did talk a little bit about food because they said, "Kevin, you ate yeah. loads yeah. of food." So it, <laughs> right. he, he admitted to that as well. But yeah, and I also want to go back to the alpha male thing because if logically that makes no sense, literally yes. no sense. Why would a man pick off all the other men to leave just because you know there's going to be at least one man? traitor it's not going to all be women all be men it's one year maybe but not for a while anyway so if you pick off all the men you're making yourself stand out even more so that just literally makes no no sense whatsoever um but that's easy to say watching from the outside but I, I, that's not how the game would be played by anyone yeah. who knows especially these ga- they're gamers as well these alpha men apparently apart from kevin who i believe is an actor is that right yeah yeah. So they they know the games. They understand how these work. They're not going to draw attention to themselves in this kind of really obvious way. So, but she's got a conviction. And I think the other housewives, other housewives do really listen to her and do really follow her. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, not the best I mean, of opinions, but. Yeah. She's, she seems to have started, she being Larsa, uh, seems to have started from an assumption and just gone from there as if it were true, you know, and the assumption is, well, you wouldn't get rid of the players who are strong at these missions unless you yourself are strong at missions and know that you can continue to get money from the group. Therefore, you must be an alpha male as if all the missions are going to be like weightlifting or something like that. (laughs) And and you must be an alpha male. And you must be in charge because you're an alpha male. You must be in charge of all the traders. And therefore, you know, it just keeps going from this one assumption that is just untrue. And then they I even question her and say, well, what about Ekansu? Why would they kill Ekansu? And they're like, well, they sh- they don't, he doesn't need her either. It's like, well, yeah, if they don't need anyone then, do they really? <laughs> right. The- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like any conspiracy can always incorporate any fact. You know, exactly, and so it's yeah. like, well, they've killed off the alpha males and this person who is the opposite of an alpha male. Oh, well, obviously they were doing that uh, <laughs> to try to confuse us. You know, <laughs> what? Um, and I'll have more thoughts about the logic behind the Ekansu thing later. But um, but yeah, uh, then we get uh, going back to uh, uh, Janelle and talking about uh, Ekansu and everything else. Um Dan talks to Parvati and he says he doesn't he tells us he doesn't think he can win as a trader alone. So he has to trust her as crazy as that sounds. So he confides in her that he thinks they should drop hints that Phaedra went after Ekansu in order to break up the housewives group. Uh, then the players all come outside dressed in their finest black for the funeral. And Alan has his black carriage and black horses <laughs> And I say they're all dressed in black, but MJ stands out in a mostly white fur coat. She apparently did not get the message. It's like um, a Cruella de Vil funeral or something. Yes. Yes. Um, so then for the mission, they need to answer questions to eliminate players as not to eliminate players, but to eliminate them as the possibility of being the person who was poisoned. If they properly identify the victim at the end, they can add $20,000. And right off the bat, the three players who won shields are moved into the carriage because they're safe, obviously. First question. 
the players who are safe are the ones born in the same year as another player. So they all start comparing birth years, though MJ isn't happy about revealing such secret information. Uh, Sandra and Larsa were born the same year, which surprises Sandra because she thinks Larsa looks 10 to 12 years older than her. And yes, she said that on international television. So I'm sure Larsa was thrilled when she saw that line on TV. She said it with such like, Almost disgust. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> well, can I now follow in her footsteps? Because Dan and Kevin were the same yes. year and the same year as me, which, f- first of all, I was surprised that they were the same age. Like Dan, I th- I just think Dan looks older mm-hmm. than Kevin, but also looks older. <laughs> Maybe I've got a really bad impression of myself, but I was like, I'm the same age as him. Like, I, I just, mean, I thought Dan was like, I don't know, and he's mid to late 40s or something i don't know i mean when i found out your age i was surprised too Uh, you do have (laughs) a young face i will say as everyone can tell from listening to the podcast i was Uh, not surprised (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome uh so yeah those two also share birth here so those four are safe and moved into the carriage the second question is sung by a choir to the tune of Dum dum da dum dum da dum da dum da dum. I'm not gonna sing the whole clue. Uh, <laughs> they ask who in the group was trusted most by Johnny Bananas, and it applies to two of them. Uh, the group quickly decides it's CT and Trishel, which was kind of obvious since they're the three players from the challenge. Third question is who among the marchers wore red in the Scarecrow mission? Uh, this gets four more of them into the carriage and leaves MJ, Parvati, and Ekin Sue as the possible victim. In the carriage, almost everyone believes MJ will die. Maybe that's why she wore white. This was what she <laughs> wanted to be buried in rather than go into a funeral. Uh, Janelle sums it up by saying it wouldn't make sense to go after Ekin Sue because she's useless and a messy game player. <laughs> it's also amazing. I've said this kind of already, but... I'm amazed even at this point, when you know it gets down to the last three, that Ekinsu has not remembered taking a drink. Yes. From although I think Ekin that's because Ekinsu was hammered last night, so it doesn't I, remember I, anything. But that may be, yes. I, I think I, that's why it was a genius move yeah, to target well, her. Because she was yeah, so drunk and she yeah. wouldn't remember. But uh yeah, she was very drunk. <laughs> and she um, took a sip out of her cup. And then gave the cup back. So it wasn't like, here is my, here is a drink. It right. was like a little sip. So I don't think that's why she remember it. It wasn't like, I've made you a drink. Here, have this. So I think that was very sneaky and, and quite a clever way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, they reach the end of their walk and find three coffins and a grave already dug in the ground. The three remaining players have to get into the coffins. And then each of the other players votes on who they believe was poisoned by placing a black rose into the appropriate coffin. Player after player drops roses on MJ, noting that she's well-liked and outspoken. Both Dan and Phaedra note that it's more important to go with the group than to try to win the $20,000. So they vote MJ along with literally everyone else. I mean, they're both right, but it would also be really silly to break from the unanimous vote. No matter whether they were traitors or not, why make yourself stand out? And with only two of them, they're not going to win the $20,000 anyway. Yeah. I, uh, my favorite part here was that Tamra and Larsa actually think MJ's dead. So they yes. stand over and Tamra says, I love you. And Larsa says, rest in peace. <laughs> I'm like, she's, she's all, they're not really going to bury her alive, you know, it's okay. <laughs> also, can I ask a question? 
Uh, David, you will, I think, know the answer to this. So, so Parvati, all is is wearing a headband. Her just her thing. Uh, it is for this show. It has not been in the past, but apparently she decided that it is for this show. Yeah. Is it a hangover from her? Sur- was she it was a survivor person? Yes. Is it a hangover from her buff? From no, I don't think so. <laughs> I wonder if think she, she was just, branding herself. Like I think she just decided she likes it as a as a fashion accessory, and <laughs> you know, bought a whole different bunch of colors of them. Uh, so. And she referenced it herself, but Dan also called her a Black Widow. Is that something from Survivor yes. Days? Yes. So why is she, she called the Black Widow? So uh, several women, including Suri, uh, got together on their season and started picking off the men. Right. And uh, so they were known as the Black Widow Brigade. Ah. Uh, though you two can see, other people can't, that I have a poster behind me. And on the poster, the Black Widow Brigade is, is near the top okay. uh, with, in the rule that talks about scheming and plotting. And so, uh, as a matter of fact, the person who drew the poster was a contestant on Survivor who has, you know, also he was a cartoonist, but he's gotten even more into it. And he made this poster. He was the most notorious person voted out by the Black Widow Brigade because they convinced him to give up immunity, saying that will prove your trust in us. (laughs) Yes. And then they voted him out. Uh, nice. and, <laughs> and so, so yes, they, there's, there's a reason they're the Black Widow Brigade. I did not pick up on that. I thought Dan had just, I thought they just invented a phrase on the spot. No. Okay. I didn't know. No, she, she referenced it herself when she was walking down the corridor with the, the chalice in her hand, something about being a Black Widow. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's weird. And then Dan said it. I was like, wait, where's this <laughs> <yeah>. come from? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that is where. Uh, but to my knowledge, it has nothing to do with the headbands. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, Alan drags out the announcement of which of the three was poisoned, but eventually slams the coffin lid on Ek and Sue, much to the surprise of everyone. Uh, well, everyone but three of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Peter, I think, immediately says MJ is the traitor. As Dan says, it doesn't make any sense. And I say I think I rewound this multiple times and it's very quick. I believe it was Peter who was the one who said it doesn't make any sense. And then I think he says it a little later, too. So that corresponds. Um, So, yeah, they're already like, why I can sue. And this is the thing that I was mentioning earlier. Everybody is trying to think about this logically. And yes, from a logical standpoint, it would have made the most sense to get rid of someone like MJ. But in this situation, Parvati just had to go with someone who was available and would drink from a rusty cup. Yeah. And, you know, after seeing the outfit that MJ wore to the funeral, I don't think she would have come within 10 feet of that chalice. And, you know, like you said, Rob, being already drunk, Ekansu (laughs) was a very good potential target. So it was she was a target of opportunity and everybody is treating it like the traders were sitting up there going, ha ha, we're going to get rid of Ek and Sue. <laughs> yeah, which is so it's, it's ended up working out in the traders favor, I think. Right. The fact that ironically, there wasn't much chance to really plan it out very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. And I noticed I just remembered something else from earlier in that moment in the kitchen when Parvati gives the cup the chalice to Ekinsu, there's a very distinct shot, like a sort of reaction shot of MJ on the other side of the table, 
And it looked they're presenting it as if she's spotted it and she's staring at them. So I thought they were sort of foreshadowing that later on mm. she would bring it up, but I, but it doesn't ever come up. So, I, but there was there was this definite shot. Maybe it will in another episode, but I feel a like definite shot they, of that. They did show, and they also show. Is it Tamara? Is is that or Tamara? Tamara, Tamara. Sorry, yeah. I I it almost. I think it showed her as well, looking mm. almost like oh, I've caught something there. But again. Nothing, nothing came up. But yeah. I just think, why would you get that drunk in a game like this? <laughs> why would, this is not Love Island? She's British. <laughs> I mean, she's, I, well, that's true. <laughs> she's not the brightest bulb. You know, we already no. we established that from the get go. She thinks she's very intelligent, but she is not the brightest bulb. And yeah, like you said, Love Island. You know, she's probably like, oh, there's alcohol. This is what we do. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, and it could be that those looks you're talking about came just because she was drunk and loud. Like, <laughs> Probably. Like MJ was like, what the what hell's going on over there? Well, I mean, because like at one point, Ekansu even said, I mentioned it earlier, you know, I love you, Parvati. You're definitely not a traitor, you know? And yeah, Day four, I love you. Yeah. But actually, they all seem to think she was a traitor as well. Like a lot of the yeah. women were like, oh, Ekansu's a traitor. She's too over the top. She's too right. loud. She's acting too much. So I think that was just her being drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, yeah. Taking and it maybe that was also the reasons for the looks. Like, oh, there she yes, is overacting. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 True. Uh, so once the players get back to the mansion for dinner, they break into groups again. Dan repeats that murdering Ekansu made no sense because she had heat on her. And CT says it was probably done to cause confusion. Well, it was done and it caused confusion, but it was not done to cause mm -hmm. confusion. <laughs> now, Sandra tells us her strategy is to get close to the housewives and be good with everyone. And Larsa runs the housewives, but she also has a big mouth and gets under Sandra's skin. Skin. Uh, now, this sounds like a former Survivor player, Russell Hance. Uh, I think I mentioned last time that... Uh, he was on or either last time or maybe in one of our UK Survivor podcasts. He was on back to back seasons of Survivor, made it to the end of both by just ripping through people and not caring about the social game at all. And therefore didn't win either one because he didn't care about the social game at all. Uh, at one point in his second season, so it was a returnee season, Sandra was on it. This was her second season as well. And he bluntly asked Sandra if she was with him or against him. And she said, I'm against you, Russell. And she was, and she beat him at the end. Mm -hmm. And so it's just funny that now she's having to deal with Larsa, you know, and there's, she has, you know, she's dealt with Russell hand. She's dealt with much worse than Larsa. Uh, but you know, even so she's like, ah, oh, she gets under my skin. Uh, now, I also want to take this opportunity to expand on the history of Sandra a little, because I definitely did not do her justice last week as we were fitting three episodes into one podcast. Earlier this week, I posted a photo on social media of me and Sandra when I met her at a Survivor Winners at War premiere party in early 2020. Now, for anyone who's listening to this and doesn't know what that is, it was season 40. It was all, all the players were winners. That's the name, Winners at War. Uh, and Matthew, I know you at least saw that photo. Uh, and so. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, and afterwards I said, damn it, I should have held on to it. <laughs> uh, 
Now, I had mentioned previously that she's been on multiple seasons of the show and won it twice. But I forgot to mention somehow that for season 39, Island of the Idols, she and another well-known player returned not to play, but to coach. And Survivor built a gigantic statue of her head uh, to place <laughs> on the island. And so this is how she is regarded in, you know, survivordom. They literally created a giant statue of her. Uh, so I wanted to, uh, you know, when I realized I hadn't mentioned that, I, I had to go back and uh, you know, <laughs> make sure I, you know, corrected the record. Because the same thing happened with Dan, didn't it? In Big Brother, he got called back in to be a coach. He did get called to be a coach, and then they joined then made the game into players, which was stupid. But yes, I yes, thought that, that was stupid. But yes, I, I, and one reason he lost, as a matter yes, of fact, uh, exactly, um, exactly. But um, yeah, these two were the only interaction they had in was they were on their own island, and on the island, they allegedly built this gigantic shelter structure. And I say allegedly, uh, the person she was with is Boston Rob, and he had a construction background. But a lot of people think that, you know, maybe some staff helped a little bit. But <laughs> what would happen is you would win a reward or you would win something and you'd get to go to the Island of the Idols and poof, Rob and Sandra were there and they would teach you things and, you know, give you advice and maybe give you advantages and things, things of that nature. So. God, yeah. So that was the only interaction. It was very brief. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Parvati, who was also at the same party I mentioned, but who I didn't get to talk to because she was busy talking to her friends instead. Um, <laughs> it, she was asked uh, who she thinks the traitor is and says it must be Larsa. The only reason MJ would be safe is if a traitor is close to her and using her. And I'm appreciating the way Parvati is using this, you know, this type of logic. Uh, it's it's a more experienced type of game analysis that we're hearing from her and Dan and and the other gamers when it comes to these sorts of situations. You know, like they're they're thinking steps ahead. Uh, now, Kevin and Janelle seem to agree, and Janelle even reminds us of how Larsa stood up and gave a toast to Marcus the previous night. I mean. That's a great thing to point out. I don't know how she managed to get the poison into all the other into, you know, someone else's <laughs> drink during that toast. But, yeah, if you're going to stand up and make a big deal of making a toast, people are going to remember that. But isn't that toast was uh, he's her partner, right? Yes. Dating. So, yes. Saying like cheers. Goodbye. Right. Like, here's to you. That seems really normal to me. Like, that seems like a logical thing that they would do. Yes, I think that they were saying, and that was how she got people to drink, ah, was I to see. ensure, uh, you know. But the question is how, you know. I mean, they don't know how how the person was poisoned. No, so. they don't. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't put two and two together for that. So yeah, I, I just thought, why are they questioning why she would cheers her own partner who's yeah. been eliminated off the show? It doesn't make any right. sense to me. But that, yeah, that makes sense now. Uh, Larsa, Phaedra, Cherie, and Sandra run into Janelle in the hallway uh, while Larsa continues her insistence that it's a man. Janelle tries to debate her, but Larsa insists that they can more easily narrow it down uh, and with it being a man, because there are fewer of them. Uh, so they go to the photo wall as Janelle just rolls her eyes, as Janelle does. Uh, can I make Larsa's, a point here? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this at the start, but I'll, I'll put it in now. I don't know Janelle. 
you both mm -hmm. know who she is. Is she just always deeply unpleasant? Is yeah. that just her? <laughs> yes. My, all that my all only impression of her every time she's on screen is, why would anyone want to be around you? Like she, I just is that is it her character? Is is it real? I mean, she certainly <laughs> unpleasant to the people she does not like. Yes, exactly. Uh, which, which you know, if if you also don't like those same people, it's very amusing. I feel like uh, she was a very good ally to the people she did like in, in yes. Big Brother. Like very good, very close, very protective. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if she doesn't like you. <laughs> I've. I feel like, like as a viewer, she doesn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it on her Twitter. Yeah, she doesn't like you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so anyway, they go to the they they they're at the photo wall. Larsa says it's not Bergy. Kevin isn't smart enough. So at least they all agree on that. And she's been questioning J Dan. Uh, it can't be John. It might be CT. And CT is an alpha. So it's probably him. Uh, Sandra takes this information and runs straight to Dan and Kevin, telling them what's happened and that she's loyal to the gamers. So she wants all of them to target Larsa. Now, what's interesting to me is when Janelle was describing the different groups, and I mentioned it earlier, I thought the names were like just names she had put in her own head. Like these are the gamers and these are the house. But then we see other people referring to them that way, like Sandra saying, I'm loyal to the gamers. And I realize it must be fairly well known among everybody. Like, oh, there's the gamers group. I mean, Housewives is obvious because that's literally their job titles, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just interesting. I, I just kind of assumed that Janelle had come up with these classifications, but it seems like everybody has come up with these classifications. I think it's yeah. an easy way to clump people together. Yeah. And if I was in that kind of celebrity situation i would be thinking there's one housewife traitor there's one gamer traitor and then mm -hmm. there's one other traitor i'd be wrong because it's two gamer traitors but i would be looking for one person out of each of those tribes um, right and i think that's a good way to look about it so now they've got those groups that would be the best way to use them in my opinion right i mean if alan had picked all three i suspect you would have been right but because the third one was mm. Yes, you know, was chosen by the first two. You know, it can go against that uh, that idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, after that, it's to the round table with these ideas already floating in people's heads. Janelle immediately opens it up by saying someone either ate or drank something. She brings up Larsa's toast to Marcus, saying it was weird. Larsa responds that she thinks Janelle is weird. So there, you know, I'm rubber, you're glue, and we're back in second grade. I love when people do that at round table. Yeah. So, yeah. There, some one person is like, I suspect you, and they just immediately go, well, I suspect yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have watched some of the Real Housewives, not all of them, but this is a very much a Real Housewives thing where you're like, <laughs> I don't like you. Well, I don't like you. So yeah. <laughs> it just seems like they brought that into the TV, into this show. It doesn't work very well in this. You kind of, it's not a good argument as to, as to why you're going to evict somebody. I just don't like you, but yeah. it, it seems to be thrown around a bit. Yeah. I'll also openly admit that my theory from last week is utterly out the window going into round table. So our last episode, David, I, I was I, I suggested, well, 
Larsa's basically proven herself a faithful now. Like, no mm. one's ever going to suspect her because, like, her partner's just been killed off <laughs> and she's all upset. Like, she, they, she might, they might as well just murder her now because no one's ever going to suspect her. Here we are and everyone is gunning for Larsa going into round table. So I, I just thought, oh, what the hell do I know? But yeah, do you and think that's... It's... Oh, sorry, carry on. No, go ahead, go ahead. But do you think that's just because half of the people just don't like her? They yeah. just can't take <laughs> her. So they're yes. like, well, we might as well get rid of it because we don't like her. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, I definitely think that's a big part of it. But, uh, you know, my very next note is Larsa brings up the point. I figured, do they really think she murdered Marcus? And Peter says nobody would suspect that. So it's brilliant if she's a traitor. So it's the old, you know, double bluff idea yeah. that, uh, yeah. you know. Now, it is brilliant as a traitor. I don't think Larsa would still ever do it. I don't think she has the emotional wherewithal to do it. Yeah. I don't think anyone other than Sam in Australia too would do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is the only person that would do that. <laughs> Knock his mum out or his yeah. girlfriend and out or anyone out, his grandma out, just to win. <laughs> yeah. It's one reason that, you know, Matthew, you and I have talked about how I want to see one of these related pairs have one trader and one not trader. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, to see how it would really play out in that situation. Am I right um, in thinking that one of the next, is it Scandinavian ones, is going to be all couple, like all pairs? Oh, my. Right. I have it's, no idea. It's, it's already happened. So uh, a Norwegian season was all pairs that had some I think, yeah, no, no way. I think it was, yeah, I remember that being a thing. I haven't seen okay. that one. I, I'm, I feel like both of you are working on a lie together here. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a traitor with everyone. Yes. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um. So Larsa continues with her psychoanalyzing and attacking an alpha male, uh, bringing up CT as expected. They go back and forth a bit. And then Kevin says he doesn't like the alpha male idea. And MJ says, well, that's, you know, it could be you. Uh, and he asks why she would think he's so insecure that he'd be threatened by another man, which I think is a really good response and better than most responses that, that we see at the round table. Um, he adds, if I were a traitor, I'd get rid of you first. I find you highly annoying. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know Kevin at all from before this show, but I'm liking him more and more for amusement value alone. Yeah. I think that was an excellent response because I feel like, I mean, maybe this is, again, uh, uh, the, the lives that the housewives live. It's like they're all dating sportsmen and big businessmen, all these alpha males. 
And he's obviously a very successful person in his own right. And so to be like, well, why would I ever be jealous or worried or confused, like mm -hmm. concerned over some other alpha male? I, I really enjoyed that. I, I, I agree. I didn't, I don't know him, but I'm really warming to him. I kind of like yeah. that he's not too clued in. He's not taking it too seriously. He's just riding along kind of unnoticed a little bit, but mm -hmm. when he needs to, he, uh, he gives, he gives that bite back when it, when it has to happen. Yeah. And you, you bring up an interesting point that I hadn't thought about is in their, I'll call it normal lives or their, you know, their show lives, the housewives, they probably do deal with a bunch of alpha males who are jealous of each other and would take each other out to get rid of the competition. So yeah. it, it, it probably impacts the way that they're thinking. Definitely. I, I can, so. you can, you can, you can see well the lives that they lead, lead it's all, it's all fake, really. It's all glitz, yes. glamour. It's, it's even when they were saying, "Oh, we're not actors. We're we're not a scripted show." You know, it is scripted yes. reality. They're not given a script, but they're told to go there. They're told to meet this right. person. It is. They are acting. They are yes. playing a part. Yeah. No, they would never act. Never. They would never know. No. <laughs> um. So uh, now, before we get to that point, Tamara joins in on the attack and says, "Kevin, speaking of acting, was overacting." And, oh, this actually leads right into it because Parvati turns the table and says, yes, actors can perform, but so can housewives. Uh, and that leads into what yeah. you just said. They just are living their lives. They don't act. <laughs> uh, Phaedra has had enough of this, and she says not to come for the housewives. They are not a gang, as they're acting exactly like a gang. And <laughs> Parvati says it looks that way because of how they gather and walk around the house. Uh, and now all I can think of in my head is the movie Warriors, uh, which you two may be too young for. But uh, it's anybody who who uh, is old enough will remember the movie Warriors. And it's about gang wars and has a song about the Warriors come out to play, <laughs> which I will not uh, sing, for sing right the now. song or it's a lie. <laughs> if I do sing the song, we will immediately lose listeners. So um and it's set to the tune of uh, of uh, him clinking bottles together, too. So, Lovely. Uh, anyway, uh, I would add, besides uh, what, you know, she said about the way they walk around the house, uh, the way they also ganged up on CT and Kevin. But Phaedra continues that she only works with Tamara and Cherie. So don't do the housewives things, honey. Don't do that. Parvati. I love how she said that. <laughs> yes, the way she emphasized Parvati's name. It just, even though there was no threat there, it sounded like a deadly threat. If you could emphasize every syllable of someone's name in a like, yes. I don't know how she did it, but the way yes. she said it, it was like, I am, you are, you're done for after yes. this. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, immediately we know it should be an interesting trader's turret later. Definitely. Uh, but besides that, I want to note that Phaedra's defense that she hadn't worked with the others is essentially meaningless. Most of the players here haven't worked with each other, but they find things in common. Like, obviously, we've talked about Sandra and Parvati have played together before. Uh, Dan and Janelle, CT and, and Trishel. But they never played with the others in the so-called gamers group. So sharing common interests or similar reasons for being well-known can definitely be enough to bond people. And I think you walk in there and you see other housewives, you're immediately going to 
you know, tend to congregate with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And I thought when she said it, again, when she said, I've only worked with this person and this person, I thought she meant within the game. And that's when I was thinking, well, why are you saying that? Like, don't <laughs> out there, there you're, you're closely aligned to two people because it. I think that's worse than uh, voting. I think that's more of a problem for a game than voting um, for Ekansu last time. If she's going to yes. openly say I'm working with people, but maybe, yes, she meant within the Housewives franchise. Right. I've worked with these people. But right. still, you, you are proving that you are linked to these two and you're going to get a closer, closer looking at. Exactly. So with that, it is time to vote. Dan votes Larsa. Tamra votes Kevin. Uh, CT votes Larsa, saying he's not sure, but if she keeps falsely accusing her, he has to defend himself, which is very true. Uh, Cherie votes John, which is a really dumb vote if she's trying to help Larsa. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bergie votes Larsa. MJ votes Kevin. Phaedra votes Kevin because he came up as a great actor. Which is weird because what was actually said was he was overacting, which is the opposite of being a great actor. It's like saying William Shatner is a great actor. I am sorry, but he is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's one of the best. Don't diss diss my Star Trek. (laughs) Yeah. I my Star Trek too, but I could be objective about. Uh, There's no objection. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just double checked as well on the NBC website, like because I was like, is is Kevin on there because he's an actor? But he he's on a reality show, like he's on something called Bling Empire. So I mean, I'm sure he does acting as well, but that's not why he's there. He's not. Yeah. Like a, he's not like an A-lister, so they so need to stop going show. on about it. No. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so I mean. You know, they all have jobs outside their, you know, rea- I mean, you know, Phaedra's a lawyer and, yeah. and I don't know what the rest do. Uh, but so, yeah, it makes sense that, you know, there could be an actor on, you know, these shows. I mean, through the years, there have been many, um, you know, many reality shows. You know, they had one on Ozzy Osbourne and, yeah. you know, he's obviously was still a singer. And uh, if you call it singing, but yes, he <laughs> uh, was a yeah, singer. Like Janelle's uh, real job as a demon I hope you interview her. (laughs) She's saying no. I bet bet she'd laugh. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, So anyway, we continue. Sandra votes Larsa because she causes a lot of chaos. Uh, Peter votes MJ because she should have been murdered. Uh, John votes Kevin. Janelle votes Larsa. Larsa votes CT. Parvati votes Larsa. Kevin, Trishel both vote Larsa. And looking at the votes, you can see the difference between those who have played competitive reality shows before and those who haven't, because those who did stuck together. And meanwhile, the housewives spread their votes around in a way that, like I said, for uh, Cherie's vote won't help Larsa. It will not help to vote for random other people. You have to vote as a unit to try to you know, get the plurality of the votes there. Yeah, in general, I, I, that's always what I say about the the show and the gameplay. There probably are exceptions if you're really clever. Like yes. maybe sometimes, and I, th- I think I'm not going to spoil anything. I think we've maybe seen a little bit of this in UK series right now. Yeah. If you're smart enough, you might write down a name because you think long term. You can use it as evidence to sort of go back right. to and say, "Well, remember that week." 
uh, I didn't vote with the and I voted this person. And you 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 may have some really smart plan to to look back mm -hmm. if you're if you're still around in the game. So if you're really good at it, you probably could do this wisely. But I think that's a great plan. But not if your ally is under fire. You need right. to all vote together to get somebody else out and make sure that your ally stays in the game. So yeah, I think Cherie like being oh John because I don't know who else to vote for i don't think he, i don't even think he's a traitor and then I'm, I'm jumping forward again after the end when she's like and when the, whoever goes goes and she's like don't all act surprised don't you all act surprised and i'm like <laughs> why are you joining in the game now when you wouldn't vote <laughs> yes. for someone as a traitor in the actual vote you can't be annoyed you can't be upset when you don't actually participate in the proper game so right i mean to me it goes back to phaedra being upset that ekin sue was poisoned when she exactly wouldn't participate either you know no. and so um but yeah uh larsa goes to the circle of truth and of course reveals she's been a faithful since day one now we've hit a pet peeve of mine several people have said this over the course of, of the seasons you can't go from being a traitor to being a faithful so if you're faithful yes you've been a faithful since day one <laughs> there is no other way to go about it you can say i've been a traitor since day one or i was a recruited trader but there's no such thing as a faithful except from day one this never occurred to me but yes of course <laughs> yeah yeah i hadn't occurred to me either so i wasn't sure where this but that is very very true but i think it's it it just it really emphasizes that you're a faithful i've been a faithful since day one it's just they're obviously lost in that moment of just really trying to drive right. it home that I have been I'm innocent. You guys are all wrong. But yeah, yeah. no, you're right. The the logic stands. <laughs> <laughs> now, before they all leave the round table, a couple people wonder what's next. And Tamara says the housewives have to stick together. So remember, Matthew, a few minutes ago, you said, oh, it's terrible to announce or maybe one of you did. I, I think it was me. That. Yeah, I think yeah, it was Rob, me. you you yeah. said it's terrible to announce who you're working with. Well, Tamara yeah. just did that. Yes, she did that in front of everyone. Uh, I, and yes, was it kind of obvious? Yeah, but it's still not something you say out loud in front of everyone. No. Uh, when they break up into their groups, Cherie continues saying the gamers are playing the shit out of them. Well, yeah, that's what they do. It's literally in the name of their group. You know, they're called the gamers. That should have been a clue. Um, and Janelle's name keeps coming up. Meanwhile, CT tells Trishel that maybe the majority of the traders are non-competitive reality show people. And that's why the reality show people keep getting picked off. No, <laughs> but okay, sure. <laughs> you know, um, and then the clock strikes midnight and it's time for bed or for murdering. Uh, wait, hold on. I need uh, Matthew. I need you to step in here and, and say murdering uh, in the proper uh, Scottish way. I, well, I, I will do. But at the very beginning of the episode, I the first note that I wrote was just about the way Alan says previously on the traitors yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the first thing I was like oh my god Alan uh, so yes it's time for murder <laughs> uh, things are as we expected immediately tense as Phaedra leads off the traitors discussion with that wasn't cool Dan either seems to have missed it or is totally acting because he just looks clueless. Like, what's wrong? I have no idea. The look <laughs> on his face. Um, 
But Phaedra continues that nobody likes Parvati and everyone thinks she's a traitor. Now, personally, I question that because I think the only people who might believe that are the housewives. Mm -hmm. And so when Phaedra says everyone, what she means is everyone who I talk to, which are only the housewives. I actually just think she means me right now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) me right now in this moment. Everyone hates you. That's just me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, you're a liar and everyone thinks so. It's like, who's everyone? Um, And but she keeps going, saying they can work together if Parvati plays fair and adds to us that what Parvati did was unacceptable. And Parvati, I mean, at one point tries to get a word in edgewise, but doesn't. So she just kind of stands there in stunned silence. And I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out her response, because that's where we leave it. Just her stunned that that Phaedra would talk to her this way. Well, up until this point, well, up until the round table, really, I thought Phaedra was amazing as a traitor. I thought she played such a great game of just sitting back, saying enough, but not saying too much. But she has taken this first little tiny kind of kink in her game and just gone crazy. Yes. And I think the last thing you do to your fellow traitors is threaten them <laughs> because yes. it's just never going to, there's two of them, one of you, you never, you, you pretend that you're okay with it. You're like, oh yeah, you, I don't mind. You kind of said that. And then you go and get rid of, rid of one of them behind their back. You don't tell them to their face. I'm mad at you. You're playing this game unfairly. It, you, you better stop because they're just going to cut you off. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's the almost the identical note that I, you know, I have as well is because last week I said Phaedra was doing a good job and had friends in the game. And I thought I I even said I thought, you know, she was my winner pick. And now I think this will be her undoing. Uh, It it may be Parvati's undoing as well, but I, I don't think Phaedra will make it to the end of the game. I'm not sure she'll make it, you know, another two weeks. No. And so I, I, I just think that yeah, she she is getting way too upset. And on top of it, the other two traders are both in the so-called gamer group. Exactly. We've got two people that are more than willing to do the deed when it needs to be done. We've got a Black Widow <laughs> and we've yes. got Mr. Charm. So uh, she, unfortunately, I think might not last even next week. Uh, yeah. It might be her time, time to go. Yeah. yeah. I, I now, think that in general, this episode really crystallized how in the traitors things can shift so quickly from episode Mm -hmm. to episode like as well as phaedra remember last time dan was almost gone like dan was really under scrutiny and Mm -hmm. it felt like this episode no one spoke about him as a suspect uh and and also you mentioned winner's picks so david last last time (laughs) because i hadn't really thought about it properly (laughs) i suggested that um kevin and peter we're going to be there at the end because they made this secret pact to pretend oh, right. to not yeah. like each other. That episode, that, that nothing came of that today. Right, like that, that didn't rear its head. They didn't seem to interact at all. So I don't know if they've you know, just forgotten it. But uh, I mean, they're, they're still there. So I'm I'm sticking to my theory. I thought about that, and it was such a non-factor that I literally couldn't remember if it was two people on US or two people in UK. I was like, I. I Okay, who were they that did that? I, I can't remember now, but whatever it was, it's gone. So I, I didn't really think about it much more. So thank you for reminding me. Well, the, um, the problem with that probably was that Kevin had a little heat on him this time. So if Peter had joined in, yeah, it's yeah. really emphasizing that. So he may have gone 
So I think Peter right. probably just reined it back because he likes him, doesn't want yeah. him to go. So that yeah, he didn't he didn't have a beef with him this week anyway. Right, right. Uh, now we do have the Traders postmortem show. Now it's no Traders uncloaked, you know, but uh, this one was only nine minutes long. And a good chunk of it is clips from the show that we just watched. Uh, but there are a few interesting things, or at least interesting enough for me to discuss. Hopefully, I'll get this done in less than nine minutes, because that's kind of silly. But then again, we sometimes spend like two hours talking about a one-hour show. So I guess it, you know, <laughs> it's appropriate. Um, uh, Parvati tells us, so we don't get the reveals, like the traders uncloaked. We don't. We don't see them finding out who the traders are and all those other things. It's just more interview style. Parvati tells us she wanted to target MJ or someone like that, but felt that nobody else would drink out of the chalice. So she went for Ekansu instead. Uh, so, you know, telling us something we kind of already knew. Ekansu tells us she surprised people with her intelligence. Uh, sure. Yes. We forgot. Yes, about I, I was I was surprised it was so low. I mean, I suppose you could go with that, but um didn't, didn't she also say on the show that she got killed because she was so glamorous, yes, so <laughs> yes. clever, so like everyone loved her, and then was like, and I look amazing in red lipstick and wasn't wearing red lipstick. <laughs> and I was like, what is she talking? What is she actually talking about? Well, and that's it. It's pretty funny that somewhere she was watching this episode and finding out. She wasn't actually targeted at all for any of those reasons, let alone for being smart. It's because she was the only one gullible enough or drunk enough to take the chalice. Yeah. Um, and then she also talks about how everyone was two faced as if we should be surprised by that on a show called The Traitors. <laughs> uh, then they moved to Larsa. Uh, Parvati says Larsa was going after her from the moment their eye masks were removed, which is interesting because Parvati wasn't a traitor at that point. But as you recall, that was when Larsa insisted that she had super hearing and detected Alan raising his arm to touch Parvati's shoulder, which never happened. Um, but Parvati notes that Larsa had the ability to bring people in and point them in a certain direction which was Parvati. Uh, Larsa also clearly had the ability to convince herself of things that weren't true and then act like they were absolute fact uh, from the imaginary super hearing to the non-existent alpha male running the traders that we discussed before. Uh, Dan chimes in and also felt like Larsa suspected him. He and Phaedra both talk about how personality traits can come into play and a number, number of people don't like Parvati for those reasons. Dan also notes that people got sick of Larsa throwing out random names just because she felt like they were traitors. And he added that she could have lasted longer if she kept some opinions to herself, which is very good advice for future players of this game. I'm surprised uh, she didn't say that she was a psychic with all the opinions she had. Yes. I'm surprised she didn't yes. come in saying, I'm a, I'm a psychic and an empath, and I know who yes. every, all the traitors with, are. <laughs> yeah, plus my super hearing, you know. And my super hearing, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes, she could be like the whole Justice League there. <laughs> um, she, she, uh, she did agree in, in what she said that, you know, she, she had said too much uh, and says this game is a quiet game and she shouldn't have been acting like she was on Housewives, which is something we, you know, discussed earlier. And yes, that's true, Larsa, but it's a little too late to realize it. Um, so, yeah, I, I do want to say going back, and I know we discussed this a little, but kind of in closing, almost closing anyway, uh, 
Parvati lucked out that Ekansu was so clueless and nobody else noticed her giving the drink. She could have been easily called out and found, you know, found out, been banished. Um, I mentioned on the UK podcast that we did last week that as soon as they were told about the poison twist, I figured the host would announce at least part of it. And they, if, if we're sitting here and we see the host say, you know, send a note that says there's going to be this murder in plain sight and we can think, oh, they should be prepared for some of this to be announced. Then the players should also be on their toes enough to also foresee this and therefore take greater pains to hide what they were doing. It did seem like Parvati was in desperation mode, but you know, like I said, I think she mostly lucked out in this case. I think this versus the UK one in terms of ease of poisoning, this was very easy. <laughs> this was, it just happened. It didn't even really need any planning. Whereas right. yeah, in the UK one, it was, it seemed to be almost like time was going to run out. Something's got to happen quickly. And it it was a bit more like, oh, yeah, have my drink, have this drink and just yes. leave it. And that was a bit too obvious, I suppose. Whereas this really was, here's a little sip. Okay, we're done. And and she was very lucky, but it worked out great. Yeah. And, you know, the whole thing with the timing, I mean, we frequently, uh, Matthew, Matthew and I frequently talk about the silliness of the timing of some of the missions. And that applies here, too, because let's say they hadn't poisoned someone by the time the chimes struck. Yes. What were they going to do? Just cancel the choir and the carriage <laughs> and the horses and well, move on to something else? I mean, you know. Well, I think with the UK, I know we're not talking about the UK one. It took them so long to find the chalice. Whereas in this <laughs> this one, they yes. found it immediately. So right. they, had, they must have had so much more time to kind of get that going. <laughs> well, and it also seemed like in the UK one, Almost everyone already had drinks. And I think yes, that may yeah. be because of how long it took, it took to get the chalice. <laughs> yeah. Although clearly Ekansu had to had a number of drinks <laughs> by the time they got to her. So maybe that, you know, maybe it was the same in both cases and they just She drank everyone's drink, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um some other closing thoughts. I I had said last week, you know, that I worried that none of my favorites were going to end up winning. Um, I, I do think Sandra has positioned herself well. We'll have to see where it leads, but she's playing a quieter game. I don't know that she'll be able to stay in good with the housewives now that she revealed the information. She but on the other side. hand, pardon? She's picked her side now. Yeah. It's known. She, yeah. I, I think so. But I guess we'll see if, if she can kind of worm her way back into that group there. I guess the only thing now is Larsa really was the queen bee. She did right. seem to be the one running everything. And now they're going to be a little bit lost and maybe they will still need Sandra and they will invite her back in to, to take over that queen bee role. I think Phaedra's going to try to take it over, well, that, which will not work honest, well for her. That, yeah, I, I think she will as well. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Phaedra is, is banished next week. Like, you know, one of you said, she, yeah. I said it might, she might not make it two weeks. <laughs> like, oh, it might not make it next week. Um, I don't know, but I guess it just depends on, you know, it's possible that the response we see from Parvati will be something like, oh, I didn't mean to, uh, you know, aim at you and don't worry, we can, we can, you know, uh, iron this all out. 
And then like for maybe a week, they'll try to leave her alone. I don't know. It just depends. It would be it would be hard to stand there, take that from anyone and then even pretend to go back to, you know, being friendly with them. I think if I have to pick my favorites, if it's a traitor, I obviously hope Dan wins, but I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can last in this game. I feel like it's a little bit harder to to hide in this than it is in in Big Brother, where you can just play a complete social game. Right. This this doesn't it doesn't. And I think that's how he's trying to play this. Being yeah. too quiet, it's not going to work. You have to get involved. And then on the other current anyway, faithful side. I don't know. I just really like Bergie. Is that uh, he just seems so underrated and everything. When he figured out the pattern in that challenge, and everyone was like, "Oh, shut up! <laughs> there's no pattern." And he's like, "There's there's a pattern." I just think he's really trying so hard, and nobody is interested in it. So I'm I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting yeah. for him. <laughs> I also noticed every time Alan says Bergie, I think he's saying Fergie, and I'm like, "Who's?" Fergie. <laughs> the singer. The singer. She's she's a late entry. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, Fergie. Uh, it reminds me of the message I sent you uh for the UK where I was like, wait, is there someone named Bonnie on this on this show? Because I'd swear Claudia just said Bonnie, and it turned out it was Molly. And I also <laughs> didn't know there was someone named Molly on the show because she had so little screen time at the at that point. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh out of the three traitors then i'm I'm skipping back a bit here i yeah. i'm impressed i'm on i think phaedra's good entertainment she really makes me laugh you know when she's like oh sweet lord baby jesus and, yeah <laughs> um she's she's uh, such an entertaining character but i think parvati out of the three will go the furthest i'm really impressed with her Ooh. Uh, no i i i would not have said that this time Oh. Or before, be, I would not have said that before. Now, uh, I'm impressed with her, but I, I don't know. I think that there are eyes on her, and I think that I think that basically she and Phaedra are going to take each other out. It, it's going to be like a, you know, a, a, I mean, you know, a murder pact where they each murder. And now they ban, you know, each gets the other banished. Um, and it, um, I, I mean, I. I don't know that anybody will realize if let, let's say that Parvati does come after Phaedra in the round table. I don't know that anyone will be smart enough like they have been on some other recent shows uh, to say, oh, that's a traitor going after a traitor. Mm -hmm. But I do think that I, I don't think Parvati is in it for the long haul. I think that I think Dan's strategy of being quiet while these two fight will yes. benefit him. And just look confused as if yeah. to say, what, did one of you annoy the other one? I didn't even notice. You know, like that, right. <laughs> that's a good way to stay very yeah. neutral. Um, but I think, I mean, I think Parvati has been very, very good, but I don't think she should have said at the round table out loud to everyone that the housewives, one of the housewives has to be a traitor. That should have been spread around quietly and then right. someone else would have brought it up put it in kevin's ear he would have said it on the table at some oh point. yeah yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't be the one making that comment when that's your person you're supposed to be working with right right so all right any other uh thoughts on this episode i have thoughts on the series i'm okay. i'm really loving it I mm -hmm. think in both the UK and this series too, I feel like the production value is so much higher. 
the music and everything and the atmosphere. And I, Alan, I think he's so amazing this time around. I don't, he's, he was great last time, but I just feel like he is embracing the role to the max and he's getting yes. so much in. I just love it. I just think he's amazing. So I'm thinking it's a, it, so far the series is brilliant. And I, although I didn't know a lot of the cast, I feel like they are entertaining. I think it's more entertaining than the first series anyway, with the, yes. the people that they've got on the cast this year. I'm, I'm thinking it's great. Yeah. And I, I had said, uh, I think I had admitted this uh, last week that I was worried when this cast was announced because I figured that it would be a lot of people who are this just there for TV exposure, like all the housewives and, yes. and that then there'd be these beefs between like Sandra and Parvati and, and it would be very little of the traders game and a lot of people trying to get TV time like uh, Kate did last season. Yes. And, and so I'm very happy that that is not the case that I've been proven wrong. Uh, and in, you know, I, I also think it benefits from being a all quote unquote celebrity cast rather than being a 50 50. I like all regular people casts. And so I, I think in general for traders games, I would prefer all regular people, but mm -hmm. given that they are, you know, that this was like the highest rated premier of a reality show on Peacock ever. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to change that. You know, they've no. already announced that they're uh, renewing it for season three. And so you, you know that they're not going to be taking applications. It's all going to be reality people. It's a shame and, they can't do both. I feel like at some point yeah. the BBC will do a celebrity traitors. Oh, I feel definitely. like they will. Yeah. And they just sent them over to the US. They sent John and they, you know, they... <laughs> he is not a celebrity. He should not be on this show. I, I hate seeing him on my television. Get, get, him, get him out now. Come on, get him out. Um, Unfortunately, he'll probably last a while because he's one of those people that they just don't pay any attention to because yeah, he's so useless that they're just like, yeah, whatever. We're not worried about him. If he wins, he I'll be. Tonight. Oh, Yes. yes, but because yes. she said he's not a traitor. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you're a traitor, but I don't know who to vote for. So, John, that is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll, get uh, he'll get murdered at some point. Yeah. And then uh, there was an article, and I think Vulture is the website, um, where they said... Uh, I, I didn't read the whole article. I mostly read summaries of the article. And they were saying, well, bring back the 50-50 casts. And there has been, like, unanimous thumbs down yeah. on this many people that i know i almost chimed in on twitter but i was like eh, so many other people have said it already so i'll just say it here um you know i've already said it multiple times on various podcasts here uh where it's like no the 50 50 is the worst of all possible worlds because the 50 percent quote-unquote normal people get overshadowed in the edit especially at the beginning we saw it in traders us1 and they follow the the celebrities around sometimes like puppy dogs. Now that didn't happen in Canada season one, uh, but it certainly happened in us season one. And some of them would even, some of the, you know, normal people would even admit that. Uh, so, you know, kind of having the UK and the U S versions going at the same time kind of gives us the, the best of both worlds in that regard. Um, but I'd like to see, uh, you know, like you said, Rob, they should, you know, maybe they should have two seasons a year, one regular, one 
returnees type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I think that'd be good. But I think the UK celebrity one wouldn't be like big, well, it might be Big Brother, but our Big Brother's not the same, but it will be right. contestants. It'll be more like athletes, um, pop stars. It'll Pol- be... Yeah, politi- retired politicians. Retired politicians, yeah. Strict, strictly come dancing dancers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It'll be people, people from reality TV, but but not um, not actually competitive ones like Big Brother and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It won't be quite as interesting. Yeah. You just reminded me, David, talking about comments on articles. I saw a really funny post in a Traitors Facebook fan, you know, fan group. Someone had suggested, hey, what do you all think about a kid's version of the Traitors? <laughs> and every there were about 50 comments. Every single one was just, no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. God, no. Why would you suggest this? And one reply that made me laugh the most was, Yes, if I can send my kids and see them get banished. <laughs> it really cracked me up. Genius. <laughs> I thought you were going to say see them get murdered. <laughs> like, oh, that's dark. That's dark. <laughs> now, before we conclude our line game or game of deception, the traitor traitor, David, uh, could you tell us what, all of the many things you do online? Where yeah. where should people be for you? There's so much. I can't keep up with it. So you, you, you need to tell us. <laughs> you do a good job of keeping up with a lot of it, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if anyone wants to reach out, let me know what they think. I am all over social media and reality TV podcasting. You could find my various accounts through my link tree at linktree slash David Bloomberg. And there's a dot before the EE and link tree in the URL there. Uh or you could find me on most text-based social media like Twitter and Blue Sky is at David Bloomberg. And on the video platforms, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram is at David Bloomberg TV. And because Threads is connected to Instagram, I'm at David Bloomberg TV there instead. Uh, speaking of TikTok, etc., I've been recently posting at least two reality TV short videos on those sites each day. So for those of you who have been uh, paying attention and, you know, keeping a scorecard, that's up from what I said last week, which was one. I'm up to two because, you know, mostly they've been up uh, from the, the Traders UK, the Traders US, uh, the Trust on Netflix and some Survivor flashback videos from older seasons as well. Uh, so yeah, follow me on all those places, find all these videos and, uh, uh, you know, say hi. And Rob is very sensible and doesn't want people stalking him. So (laughs) we can move right on to conclude our game. The trader traitor. So our goal has been to lie to one another throughout our discussion. And again, we'll do a, a triangle of detection. So I'm going to guess Rob's lie. Rob is going to guess David's. David is going to guess mine. If anyone gets their guess wrong, the, the other remaining person could jump in and give it a go. Uh, I, I I have lied. Have you both lied at some point? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm going to guess Rob. <laughs> now, Rob. And you, I want to say I had, a, I had one lie planned. One. And then you, you do this to me every time, jumped in at the exact moment that I was going to lie with, with, so I was going to say that it was my year of birth, <laughs> like at 1983. 
and it's not my year of birth. And I was so ready. And you were like, that's my year of birth. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So I had to make one up on the fly. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Now I'm thinking, was he lying when he said that? Now I have to do some math. And Well, you, I thought you corroborated it by saying when I found out how old you were. Well, I don't know exactly how old he is. I oh. know roughly how old he is. <laughs> Here we go. Um, now I have to do some math. So 83. So that would have made you 40 last year. Yeah. Huh. I'll be. Yeah. Or maybe I should just not let, huh. I should let you believe. Okay. Not. Well, it's not, <laughs> it's not my turn yet. Somehow I thought I was guessing Rob's lie when we discussed this ahead of time. So I wrote down stuff Rob said, but it turns out you're guessing Rob's lie. So now I'm really thrown off. Uh, so maybe that was your lie was in the pregame when you, you, uh... <laughs> I know I explained very clearly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't going to guess the, well, you didn't say it, so I couldn't guess it. So, no. Rob, I have, yeah. right, I've got a few ideas, right? You said, I thought maybe you, when you said you haven't finished that episode of UK, and I know we laughed about it, but then I thought, no, maybe that really is the lie, even though we joked about it. But I don't know. You, you, we had a pause in recording, and you went to quieten down the dog. I thought maybe that was a lie, but I actually do believe that because I know you have, dogs. and she's still barking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel. I do know that you didn't invent a dog. Um, you, all right, I'll go for, there was something, you you guessed about uh, a, a Scandinavian season and you said, oh, I think there's going to be a season with uh, like pears. I, I, my, I think you lied and you have already seen that season and you knew about that and you pretended not to know that that was I have, a thing. No, I have not watched it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I didn't realize it was already out. So I apologize. No, that's not, that was not it. Okay. I, I mean, David, do you want to jump in and steal I'll, from I'll me? try. Uh, I mean, it's, it's possible that this is true because you seem to know a lot more about it as the time went on. Uh, but you said you, you watched a lot of Real Housewives and I think that's your lie. That is my lie. I have never watched Real Housewives. <laughs> Not once, and nor will I. It's the most, to me, it's an offensive TV program. I will never watch it. So well done. <laughs> well done. And you know what the funny thing is? When you said it, I'm sure I saw David take a little note, but in yes. my mind, I was like, ha, ha, ha. He thinks that's a lie. <laughs> that's, that's not the lie. And it was the lie. <laughs> uh, up next then, uh, Robert, you're going to guess David's lie. Well, I don't know if I just misheard or this was the lie, but I think I heard you say that in the mission, the three people with shields went into the carriage first. And as far as I was aware, there was only one person with a shield. That was not the lie. There were three people. I don't remember who they were because I just wrote three people. I know Janelle was one of them. I thought it was only Janelle. That's why. I... No. Um, who were, were the other two? You're there right. Were there were there were three. Oh, okay. Then I <laughs> just wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> I was so sure that was it. That I wasn't even listening to anything else. <laughs> in UK, yeah. there was only one, but I, oh, I noticed in this US episode there were three because I I just sort of was caught off guard because I had forgotten. I was like, oh, yes, three, three people me too. Shield. Same, same. Because I, I literally was, like, was watching. This episode with the equivalent episode on UK this morning, then stopped mm -hmm. to watch this one. So I guess <laughs> I have 
I have confused the two. So yes, welcome to I the hazards of, of watching both at the same time. Yes. <laughs> so that was my only guess, I'm afraid. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to jump in then. So <laughs> and get it wrong because I always get it wrong. <laughs> um, right, David, I've got some guesses. And then I'll tell you which one I'm narrowing it down to. Okay, so you, I have to keep a straight face. To, to, hold right, on, hold I on. won't look at you. Let me, let me, let me. Uh... <laughs> you quoted an Us Weekly article, and I wondered if you made up the quote or something from uh, Deontay, maybe? Or you... Oh, I don't think this is it, but it would be really funny when you talked about a film called Warriors that neither Rob nor I know. And I thought, what if he's just invented an entire movie that doesn't exist and we just nodded along? But I think you wouldn't have done that. Um, I'm going to guess for you said you were at the party with Sandra, and then you briefly said, "Oh, Par Parvati was there as well," but I didn't speak to her. So was that the lie that Parvati was at this event? Nope, she was there. <laughs> she was. Uh, she was with her now ex-husband, looking very annoyed at him. In addition to uh, talking to friends, uh, so. Um, but. Uh, uh, no, earlier on, when we were discussing the players speculating on who poisoned whom, I said I went back and checked the video. And I wrote this down. I wrote this down. <laughs> I've got Tamara off with the drink question mark. Why didn't I? I... Uh, yeah, I didn't go back and check. I totally made that up. I was like, I hope that didn't happen. But I, I no, I totally totally made that up. Just just for it is definitely <laughs> there. It's definitely there. See, I'd I show you my note about the Real Housewives, but <laughs> I literally can't read it. It looks like it says red tiswizzles or something like that. <laughs> so it took me a while to remember what I had written in order to guess yours. So Oh, that's bad. That's annoying. Um, and now I guess I have to guess yours, Matthew. Yeah, you, and, usually, you usually get me. So I'm... Yeah, but the only thing I have, I scratched out. Um, well, I had one other thing, but I don't think it was, I mean, the most obvious one is the whole Facebook group of wanting a kid's version of it. But then you would have had to go through and make up the comment about take my kids, please type of thing. And that made me think it's not that, but it's really the only, the only other thing I had was you mentioned that they had shots of MJ, you know, staring at the situation. That, that could have been, that seems more realistic than someone suggesting a kid's version of the traders on a Facebook group. But then again, Facebook groups are crazy places. So <laughs> I am going to say that knowing full well, it may be wrong. Both of your suggestions are absolutely true. I did not make those up. Okay. And when I tell you what I lied about, I think you're actually going to be really annoyed. Yeah. Because Rob almost ruined everything. I lied about being born you're in the bad. same year. Oh, I meant to say <laughs> that. And I did know this. Yeah, because but... you lied about it the last time we were we did a podcast as well. You literally oh, told damn. the same lie. I, I didn't write that down. We had this discussion not two minutes ago, 
And I started to do the math, and I'm I like, was, I don't think that's right. And I, I gave forgot you to write it down. <laughs> yes, and then I forgot about it in the two minutes that we've had since then. Because when we did the one about Australia, oh. there was a, a a number like, a, and you were the only reason I remember the the safe code was because it's my year of birth, and oh, I was God, like, yeah, no, it's not. I, I, that's weird. I'm used to saying like, I also Rob, sorry, I ruined the game. I was supposed to let you jump in and guess, and I didn't. Uh, is I, that you, what were you going to say? You knew I knew. You knew I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give. It, I'm gonna give it to you, Rob. You knew that that was not. Ah, you should give it to me too, because if I had guessed at that moment, <laughs> I would have guessed that. But... I was. I'm 1984, so I, I will be 40 this year. So I, I added a okay. year. I just, yeah, I didn't think that you were 40. Yet, so <laughs> I. Oh. oh, that youthful complexion. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that was fun. Uh, it should always be three people in this game. It's more fun this way. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll finish off by just reminding everyone that I said this at the start. I am covering UK traitors right now as well, often with David every third episode. Uh, so that's running concurrently. And for the next episode of our US traitors coverage, I shall not be here. David will be here with a magical surprise mystery mm -hmm. guest. Uh, and I'm saying that because we actually don't really know who it will be yet, but it will be someone <laughs> wonderful and exciting. Uh, as always, if you've got questions you want to send in, sometimes people do, uh, we'll happily have a chat about them. So send any thoughts and comments our way and uh, we'll, we'll have a discussion. You can get in touch with the podcast on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok at the Tradar Podcast or on X at the Tradar Pod. And you can email me as well at thetradeartpodcast at gmail.com. David and Rob, thank you so much. What a great, a great chat. That was really good fun. Hope you've had a nice time. Rob, especially. Welcome back. Yeah, especially me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed, <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed coming back. It's been great fun. Excellent. Until next time, then keep us on your tradar. Stay traitorous. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.